The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Everybody who's been listening to the song Pop Icon for the last four years and who have liked it, or maybe some that haven't, um, I want to share with you a very special guest that I have on for the hour. Paul Boss is the writer and the producer of the song. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Cindy. How are you? It's so nice to hear your voice instead of a tweet. Oh, I know. That's, that's how we communicate all the time now. It is. It is. And we have Chris also. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Yourself? Um, well, thank you. Thank Good. you for joining us today. My pleasure. I think we're talking about running for liberty, aren't we, Paul? We certainly are. I'm talking about running for liberty. I want to talk about a lot of things with you guys throughout the course of the show because the run for liberty sort of came to my attention, Paul, because you were such a tweet freak with all of your running. So, right. you know, what you do is you, you, you run all the time. You have your run buddies, you know, all of your run buddies that are all on Twitter. And I think that you all have your iPhone and your apps. Oh, right? my God. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, um, a lot of people don't get Twitter, but um, once I explain it to them, it's like if you can find a group of people that have similar interests as you, I mean, it just opens up this huge uh, network of people that you can, uh, you know, get information from and hang out with and, Twitter's been great for that because, uh, actually, I just did L.A. Marathon a few months ago, and I just Twittered L.A. Marathon and then just found a multitude of runners that way. And now I just have this great network of friends, and all we, you know, we talk about running and uh, probably a little bit too much, right? No, no, but actually, the reason why I think that we have to kind of go, we have to include Twitter in, throughout the run of the show is because it is a really important part of community outreach, Definitely. And, and you are a person that's using it very actively, aggressively, but it's not just for bullshit. I mean, you're doing it with a purpose. You're doing it because you really want to expand your web of people. You want to include people into your running community, and you enjoy doing microblogging with them while you're achieving your goals. And um, it takes blogging to the level that blogging is supposed to be, which is instead of having to be one person to whoever you hit, it's one person to many people in a community that you've already engaged. And I think that's a very big part of running for liberty. It well, really is. Well, exactly. I mean, it's funny because, I mean, some people get it kind of backwards, and they'll come on to, um, they'll come on to Twitter, and the first thing they'll do, maybe they're marketing something, and the first thing that they do is they, uh, they put out a commercial. Well, that doesn't work. That's like walking into a room, you know, and um, it's interesting because I really wasn't even thinking about this stuff, but 
but it's, it's like okay. We in- like you to be extemporaneous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. It'll just get me going. It won't shut me up. But anyway, it's like somebody walking into a room and just of a, a group of people they don't know and shouting out something, hey, buy this or something like that. And it's just not an organic way of being. And, you, um, you, you are so right. You depict... You depict the social media platform and you use it properly. Yes, if you if you use it as a commercial, you're just gonna get turned off and blocked. Well, so. exactly. I mean, well, and the thing was is is I you know I tweeted last night about our interview today, and it was funny because I was looking at it. I go, well, I mean, anybody else this would look like a commercial, but it's really not. I mean, this is out to my friends. Um, I'm going to be talking about running that everybody is really interested in. In my group of, of people, it's not. It's it's not anything like that. It's like it's like inviting everybody to a party, and it and it's you know it's just pertinent information to your group of people, and it's it's a fantastic thing, and it's a great way to meet new people. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I know. Like you and I are both freaks. I'm not as freaky as you, <laughs> but I'm freaky. I mean, and geeky with it. Well, I've never, you know, I really great. really am, and I and I just love the way you use it. Now, Chris, you're joining the show, mm-hmm. okay? And I want to know. I know that Paul mentioned to me that you are all about. The Run for Liberty, or very involved in it. I don't know if it was voluntary or not. <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be seen, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. And, you know, so I went to, is it Black Media? Do I have it right? Uh, Ten Black Media. Okay. So, you know, I went and I saw your picture, and, you know, it says Run for Liberty, and then you see, like, all of Paul's tweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, these guys are tech geeks, and, you know, this is, like, sort of what we're talking about Right now, you know, tying the updates with the actual, you know, goals and the actual events. But, you know, so, Chris, tell me your part in the Run for Liberty, and then we're going to talk for the run about the Run for Liberty and what you want to accomplish and what the history behind it is. Outstanding. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a videographer, so uh, between me and Paul, Paul and I, we can basically do a production ourselves in doing audio and, and me video. Um, I loved the idea when he first came up with it because, first of all, I love uh, road trips. I mean, I'd rather be on the road than anywhere. And this would give me a chance to actually meet people, you know, see the way people live in the rest of the country because nothing's like California. <laughs> I mean, bubble. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is completely, you know, foreign to most people in this country, the way we live here. Right, no, I think that's very true. Yeah, so I want to see, you know, meet these people and find out what they think about this country right now. I want, you know, what, how they're living, what they think the ramifications of all the spending will be, um, policies that are in place right now. You know, Very how good, I got it. It's like Shay. Remember when Shay did his motorcycle run throughout the indigenous mm. oh, yeah, parts yeah. of... Um, of South America, exactly. and actually, you know, there was a documentary, and they made a movie about it. Um, diaries, right? Yep. You know, listen, I, you know, he did that for a reason. I right. mean, you know, he did his motorcycle trip to make a political um, statement about how badly, you know, absolutely, you know, how how badly the political scene was, and how people were really living. So. This kind of mirrors that in a way. I was trying to find a great metaphor, and I think that that might be it. I mean, you want, you both, you know, are in, you, you love, you, you both are in the video or production business, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, sure. You know, so now you're going to make a documentary where you run, 
All right, and then you get out and you touch and you expand your Twitter contacts to people that you could actually shake hands with in person and see what it's like, what their frustrations are, um, what's on their minds, what the hot buttons are as you get out into these communities, right? And we want to try to really keep it positive. I mean, that's that's something that's kind of happened. It didn't start out that way. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, you know, it, it started out, I don't know if you want to start talking about this now. We could talk. Listen, we have an hour, honey. We could talk about whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you we probably fill it up, no problem. Well, you know what? All you have to do is listen to me when I say we have to go to commercial. Otherwise, okay. you could just, you know, run your mouth, boy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, it's interesting. It's it's become. It's kind of. It's been the perfect storm. You know, it started out as it came from a negative place, and it came with with just me. I mean, I was um, in a in a position a few months ago where just like. But the American dream wasn't really working out for me, you know, me along with a lot of other people in, in, in the country. I well, I mean, I think once the recession hit, there was no more dream. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of the things that we put our faith into and that we're working hard for, we realize that maybe that's not, that's not what we should necessarily be living for. That shouldn't be the first thing. You know what I mean? Right, because, you know, most people don't have dream homes anymore anyway. Precisely. If they had one, they lost it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And it, it just comes down to, you know, we don't, what are we really, you know, I mean, not that we shouldn't work. I mean, working is everything, and I'm very motivated, and, and we have to work for whatever we want. But to work as, the, you know, to the end-all, be-all, you, you know. So anyway, I got to the point where I felt like I was either going to, you know, I needed to move or I was going to be paralyzed. So I started thinking about, of course, I'm a runner, um, and I do that every day. And uh, because of what I do, I spend my mornings running on a treadmill, <laughs> and which is kind of, you know, counterintuitive what I what I really want to be doing. And I just I started, I just had this dream of running across the country. So it was and, your idea, Chris. Uh, wait, he he just went to fix the camera. We're shooting this too. No, I know. I hear. I, it's very. It's awkward for me because all you see is my voice, and then you have you two gorgeous runner boys talking <laughs> to a voice. It's frustrating. <laughs> I hope you find some good pictures of me. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, do oh, not yeah. use a picture of me from when we were in Belize, please. Oh yes. Oh God, that was fun in Belize. <laughs> I, I know it was fun, but 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 don't use that picture, okay? Okay. Okay. No, I'll find <laughs> I got plenty of them. Well, what's wrong with that picture? <laughs> all right. No. <laughs> Well, anyway, it was funny. I looked like a warrior. He caught caught me at a pretty funny moment. But, okay, so, no, this is really, really cool. I couldn't quite understand it from, you know, what Paul was trying to convey to me. Right. Um, But now it's making sense. I mean, I I really didn't understand that you were really taking this passion for running and really trying to make it into a (laughs) not-so-negative peak at America. Well, um, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, even though it came from a negative place, I mean, and and that maybe pushed me into like, I just I just want to. Well, originally I wanted to just do it unsupported, and there's been two hundred twenty people who've run across the country. Um, six of them ha- have done it unsupported, meaning they didn't have any support vehicle or anything. They actually took a baby jogger, filled it up with stuff, and just went. Now, I mean, it's kind of like if you want a metaphor. It's kind of like it's it's Forrest Gump, even though you know that was. Well, it is. You know, that I kept on saying, you know, run, Paul, run. Right. I was like, run, Forrest, run. Sometimes, yeah, it felt like that was the only thing that I had, that I I could do, that I had control over. You know, and not that I'm running, it's not, and it's funny, it's not not that I'm running from something, but more like I'm running to something. No, well, I think that the same thing happened with Forrest Gump's character. I mean, you know, look, he, the whole story was, I'm not saying that you're challenged like, you know, Tom Hanks' character. Right, right. (laughs) 
But um, we can but, make that you know, assumption, maybe. Yeah, we can make that leap. I, I mean, I, you know, I didn't want to make any kind right. of statements. <laughs> I never met Chris in person. <laughs> Paul might be a little challenged, but that's okay. <laughs> he's really good, and he's overcoming his challenges really well. Exactly. So it all works. I'm just kidding. I, I, I love Paul. I'm just teasing. But, you know, the, the Forrest Gump, you know, storyline is, is that things did get to be a little overwhelming for him. Right. Um, it doesn't matter that he, you know, was simple-minded and had some challenges that made him different from other people. I mean, he was a really, really great guy, and he got in over his head. He just always got in over his head. Right. And, you know, doing the, the ping-pong and the running was his way of, you know, again, not running away from it, but running to something that might be better. Right. Yeah, getting out on the road, too, is the perfect way to, you know, to clear your head, to find some kind of uh, peace, I mean, uh, a better understanding. Well, there's so, it's, it's fascinating, too, because there's been so many instances now, you know, because, it, you know, you're supposed to be able to put everything, you're supposed to be able to put everything in two sentences, you know, what you're doing in two sentences. Well, that's right, really hard right. to do. You know, and but the, I, so I've been I've been looking around. I, we're finding all these instances and all these people, and and how people get drawn to the road, and it's a spiritual sort of a thing. I think that's very true. Listen, I'm going to have to cut you a little short. I okay. can do that. The time I get to be Solomon or Gestapo is when we get to those commercial breaks <laughs> or those advertisers, <laughs> and you guys in production understand yes. that. Oh yes. Okay, so let's take a quick break. We'll be back with um, Paul and Chris in a second. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. Owen Hodge Show. 
Is there truly a lesson in every situation? Can you learn from another person's experiences or are lessons learned when they only happen to you? Dave Felzer, number one national and number one international best-selling author, challenges listeners to stand tall, to be accountable no matter what the setbacks, and to recommit to enhancing their lives as well as assisting others around them. Listen to The Dave Pelzer Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Radio Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Penn Black Media. Is that, am I saying it right? You've got it. Penn Black Media. Um, we're talking with Paul and Chris, and we're talking about the run for liberty, and I'm just fascinated by it because it's, um, you know, Forrest Gump meets Shea. There you go. With a little bit of Fight Club and uh, Atlas Shrugged. Well, there you go. Exactly right. Now, tell me, map out the run for me. Tell me where it starts, where it goes. Oh, this is the exciting part. Um, Okay, well, I'm glad I ask good questions. Yes, you do. (laughs) Um, Huntington Beach, um, which is where I grew up, so we're going to start at the Huntington Beach Pier um, and end up, of course, at the Statue of Liberty. So um, the fascinating part, uh, you know, those are the two starting at any point, but it's, it's how we're going to get there is what's, what's going to be fun. Right. It's all open, so, I mean, we don't have anything etched in stone, so we're going to look at it and figure out what we really want to see. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a good idea. We're going to sit down. We've already got, I've already got several people saying, when you run through my, if you run through my area, I'm going to run with you. So um, we're going to take that into consideration. Obviously, we, we're going to stay south of the Rockies. Um, we have a rough idea, but um, we're going to try to really hit points of interest um, that we think are going to be fascinating to shoot. And okay, south of the Rockies, and when does this start? February 9th. Okay, February 9th, south of the Rockies, because it's winter north of the Rockies. Well, that was the original thing. When I, w- when I was saying that I wanted to do it um, solo, I was going to take off August 31st. And because of that time, um, I was going. it was still kind of the summer. I didn't want to hit the southern route and go through the desert. So I was going to go up to San Francisco first and then hang a right. So, but now that we're going through this period of time, we're going to be going through the desert kind of towards the tail end of winter. I guess it's spring, right? Beginning of spring. And then we're going to be chasing the weather, so it's going to be good. So that's a big consideration, though. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to miss the desert. I mean, that, to me, that's yeah. a big part of uh, oh, God, yeah. the, the incredible beauty of coming across Southwest. No, well, this and it's magical and it's spiritual. You mentioned you want this to be spiritual, right? Very much, absolutely. Yeah. No, so, um, and where and how far east do you go? Um, all, all the way to New York. So, but how far east? Yeah, well, I mean, that's okay. New York is giving me a good enough parameter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't think that you were going to run across the Atlantic Ocean or anything oh, yeah, like no, that. But that I way, you never know. I, I mean, when maybe I'm that's done, next if I'm time. A good time, I may keep going. Yeah, no, exactly. So, um, no, I mean, that is really incredible. Yeah. That is really incredible. I mean, this is a cross-country run. Yes. Um, and, you know, Paul, you've asked me, you know, what I thought from a public relations perspective, and I just hope that you guys put together a great press release and let radio stations know, you know, when you come to at least small towns, 
that you want to make a stop there to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to be, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of the cool thing, and that's why um, I'm hoping it, it proves to be relatively easy to find sponsors um, that we want to be affiliated with because, I mean, generally you get press, you know, if you're, you know, if you're an idiot running across the country. People are well, you know, it, why it, you're doing that. You know? Right. You know, well, I think that if you continue to be a little self-deprecating, they're going to actually really like you more. Okay. Because if you if you make if you do kind of you both have this sort of we're regular guys kind of attitude and you know we're doing something you know we're doing something adventurous right. and you're doing something that reflects the nature of the country again maybe it started as a negative thought but now it's not it's just you really want to pick up the face of America as you're running across it because you both happen to be you know, documentarians and production people. I mean, it's a great, you know, it's a great combination. It's like, duh, why not? But I think that, you know, if you if you keep your, like, gee, you know, I guess we're going to just try to do this kind of thing attitude, I think that the press will want to cover you even more. Well, you know, you bring up an interesting point because I'm not, I'm not an elite athlete, okay? I'm not, um, I'm not a two-and-a-half-hour marathoner. I'm a slightly above average runner who's been running for four years. Um, if I can do something like this, and I can do something like this, then I believe anybody who puts their mind to it, and that's, that's really a big part of this message, that anybody who puts their mind to something, they can do it. Now, now with that said, I mean, I'm also very you know, obsessive, and I run a massive amount of miles um, every, every week, but, but um, I wasn't born this way. You know, and I think people get into that a lot. They think, well, that's different. He's doing that because he's special, and it's, that's not the case. And it could be any regular person. Yeah, exactly, and that's why we're um, shooting all of this, and we're shooting all of it from the beginning, from when the inception happened. That's why I may not have my two sentences all worked out, but that's what we want to show is that this is an evolving process, and we're starting out on a road, and all I really know is the first couple steps, and we want to bring people along with us to show you know, how you – how you get metaphorically and literally all the way across the country. Yeah, okay. we're post, we're posting some of the uh, some of the uh, stuff we're shooting on YouTube as we go. Right, we've already have episode one up there to kind of tell a little bit of backstory. So that's important, I think, to you know to show that. I mean, if you have a goal and you have a dream that, that you can do it, and this is you know how how we're doing it. Okay, and okay, so now you have to do practical things too. Obviously, you know you're running all the time. You're kind of training. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. serious. But then, you know, you got to map out your hotel sponsors. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not going to camp it. No, we're actually um, we're planning on on uh, going in an RV. Oh, okay. Well, that's another. It's like you know, it's the other vehicle. No pun intended. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't say that part. Yeah, yeah. We're. Um, yeah, we're prepared to go. I mean, if we if we can't get an RV sponsor, which we hope and we do, I mean, we're going to take my Xterra. We're going to put tents in the back and, and maybe do motels when we can. Um, I mean, I've done a lot of research on other people that have done this, and they've been able to set up lodging. Um, guys that have done this and have planned on, you know, staying in a tent have actually had lodging the whole entire way because people are very, you know, accommodating to you. Well, of course, you're doing a public service in a way, right? Yeah. So you're you're working for your shelter. There you go. You're working for your shelter. That makes sense. Okay, so somebody's going to be, I mean, in the best case scenario, somebody's going to be following you with an RV the whole time. Correct. All right, so, um, and you'll, you know, put your run for liberty, you know, 
<laughs> logo mm-hmm. on the side. Exactly. And all of that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, make contributions, right? Right. All right. Um, so, yeah. I, you know, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. But February is right around the corner. How much are you? So you guys are, like, running how much a day? Well, well Paul's training right now for the uh, Long Beach Marathon. So he's following a, um, a really strict regimen on, on how he does his miles every day. I know. It's another kind of PR, right, Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, I had to learn that PR wasn't only public relations. It, oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. And I'm trying to beat that PR, in this case, um, personal record. Uh, right, right. To... I, I had to ask Paul, you know, well, <laughs> you know, I don't really know what it means, and I felt kind of like an idiot, but yeah, you know, now yeah, I yeah. know what it means. Because well, you know it in your context. I just found out myself, so. Again, it's, uh, you know, it, it all kind of ties to, you know, the tech and, you know, the apps and the special things that you have in your iPhones, and it's all sort of tied together. It's really kind of funny, you know? It's yeah. Really funny. So how long do you expect for the run to take? Um, four months. I, I plan to do between 20 and 25 miles a day um, and a rest day every other week. So it's a different type of training than marathon training. Right now I'm, do, I'm training for Long Beach Marathon, and it's very specific in that it's um, trying to beat a time. So um, I'm following a certain training program where I'm, I'm running a lot faster than I'm going to be running when I'm running across country. That's going to be all about endurance. So, um, well, like last week, I ran 56 miles, um, which is a which is a relatively you know high mileage week. I'm, I'm imagining I'm going to be upwards of around 100 um, while I'm training and getting ready. After I won't start that much that high mileage until after the marathon. Okay. Well, well, you know, again, this is incredible. And in the marathon, you'll be running pretty much every day. Um, exactly. Yeah. I, across the country, I'll be running a marathon a day. But, I mean, keep in mind that I'll be able to run it a lot slower than I'll be running um, the actual marathon race that I'm doing in October. So it's, it's a little different. Yeah, okay. And how many, people do you, how many people do you have that are your, in your running community that said that they were going to do this with you across the country? So far I've got about, I'd say around 10 that have said, you know, when you come through, you know, I'm definitely going to run with you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping um, and anticipating a lot more than that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's just going to be fascinating. Well, you know, some. I mean, I guess the key is, like, who's going to commit to do it with you for the whole duration, but then there's challenges of people having to go to work and trying to find, you know, absolutely a long period of time to commit to this. I mean, you guys are passionate about it, so you're probably putting, you know, banking some money so you don't have to, you know, stress about it. Right. During the running time, but I would imagine that that's probably one of the obstacles that might be preventing some people who are diehard to join you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it does take, a, you know, making quite a decision to decide that you're going to just forego work for uh, your regular job for four to five months yeah. to go out and experience something like that. I mean, it, it should be life-changing, and that's the reason I'm doing it. I needed to do something where I just kind of threw caution to the wind and took out. No, and I, under- and I understand that. Look, people take, you know, overseas trips for the checkout for, you know, four to five months. So, you know, you've got to choose your life-changing experience. And, you know, you no, give I'm, a lot I'm... of thought to it. And hopefully maybe in the long term it's an investment where you could actually sell some great programming and, you know, monetize from it there. 
Right. Well, we're fortunate enough that this is actually, we're going to be actually doing what we actually do. So. Oh, it is. That's very, very true. Well, listen, we're coming to the end of our second segment. Okay. I told Paul that this goes really fast, but of course you're in the broadcasting business, so that doesn't surprise you. It's not hard for us to fill up pockets of 12 minutes of time. Absolutely. So, listen, just stand by. Everybody, you know, we're going to have two more segments with the run, Running for Liberty people. And, um, you know, fascinating information, people who want to achieve their goals and map out their lives to achieve them. So stand by, and we'll be right back after a couple of minutes. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At BR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. BR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of BR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. BR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. No whining. You heard me. No whining. Now that I have your attention, it's time to listen up and tune in to Wine Time with January Jones. The program is homemaker humor combined with common sense to help people of all ages and all stages of life face life with positive humor and hope. January will interview an eclectic group of guests, including authors, celebrities, teachers, motivational speakers, sports figures, and more. Wine Time with January Jones can be heard Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern on Voice America. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Back and we're talking about um, the run for liberty and we're talking with Paul and Chris. So, Paul, how does it feel to hear your music, you know, at the beginning of each segment? That's pretty cool. 
that's 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 really cool. I mean, you never really were a guest on the show hearing it, right? Um, no. So I mean, you know, here you are. That's you. That's all you. I, I remember when you did it, and um, it resonates. Tell me a little. I'm I'm going to digress, but tell me a little bit about. Music, has that had to go on the wayside for now because of your focus on the run? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's music is always a part of my life, and um, a lot of my attention goes right now to, um, I, you know, I do sound for film and television is my main gig. Um, and then I do a lot of running, so a lot of, time, a lot of times I don't have quite enough energy to, uh, to put forth on music. Yeah, you have to. Um, do you listen to music while you run? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, um, you always have music in your head anyway. I was just kind of curious about it. I wanted to sort of circle back to that, um, and because you, you know, people have to prioritize. When you set a goal like this, you can't do everything, right? Right. But um, you know, one of the things that I want to talk to you both about is the running lifestyle. Um, you know, when somebody gets into a fitness regime. They click, and, you know, it's amazing how priorities can change, and things always seem to fall into place. And, Paul, you know, you know me, and I think that you would probably define me as somewhat of a workaholic, I mean, you know, from the snapshots that you have of us working together, right? Yes, definitely. Um, You know, everything's about work, and then, you know, work first, and then everything else, particularly after the kiddies grew up and moved out of the house. It's like, okay, so now it's really all about work. And... um, you know, it was through finding a passion for kickboxing, as you know, through my tweets, right. that, you know, I made a shift. And, yeah, I still work, but I really make it a priority to make sure that I am out of the office during kickboxing night at 4 p.m., and it right. doesn't matter because I'm working at 7 a.m., man. So, you know what? That's me. And, and that's I have time. to do. And if I have to do work later to catch up, that's my priority and my way of setting goals and setting priorities. Um, but, you know, I am, like, probably 30 pounds lighter than that picture from Belize. God, I know. That's amazing. And, you know, and it's because I made the systematic um, decision that I'm going to make a lifestyle change. And I love kickboxing, and I made friends from it. It's like a mini version of you, Paul. It's like I have my little kickboxing community, and we all let each other know whether or not they're going to go to class or whether they're going to go to the gym and train or, you know, what kinds of extracurricular activities we have going on. And it becomes, you know, you define what your lifestyle is. And you could still work, and you could still be a workaholic. It's just that you got to make that room for that passion to happen. And it took me a really long time. I mean, you know, I didn't realize that for half of my life. Right. So what you're doing sort of symbolizes um, for people capturing that passion and making it go and rebuilding your life so that, you know, you really work to support the passion or you work to play rather than vice versa, right? Right. Well, exactly. Well, I think you hit on a really good point, and that's you said passion several times. And I think that is so important. That I mean, too many people look at exercise as an, a means to an end. They want to have an athletic body, um, this, that. They want to fit into those genes, but they don't realize that to have that, then you have to be athletic. And the the most important part about that is most a, most athletes love what they do, so they kind of skip that part. I think that I mean, I was lucky to find running. I love running. You would have to cut my legs off to get me to stop running. I get the athletic body out of that. And I think I'm sure you, that's the way you feel with kickboxing. 
And I think that's so important that it becomes a part of your life where it's it's not drudgery. It's quite the opposite. I mean, look at how you just talked about kickboxing. It was like, okay, I'll go ahead and stop my hobby to go work. Well, you're talking about what a lot of other people talk about as drudgery and exercise, and that's fascinating, isn't it? it is, well, you know what? When you find when you become passionate about it and you make a commitment to the lifestyle, it's not drudgery. Right. So you don't hear people say, ugh, I have to go work out. I mean, it's kind of like, ugh, I have to study. Or, you know, it's, it's sort of like, no, you, you, you want, that's a part of who you are. Exactly. You get to see your community, um, you know, and you get to, like, really enjoy keeping your body in shape. You know, part of, part of kickboxing, there's a lot of vanity to it because, you know, you look in a mirror. I mean, oh, yeah. you're in a it's. I mean, yeah, it's let's terrible. Be that's why, that, that might be kind of why we started, you know. Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. You know, but you're, when you're running, okay, I mean, yeah, you could look in the mirror and say, gee, I look great, but you're not, like, constantly looking in a mirror when you're running. I mean, you know, you might have a visual mirror. Yeah, but you're running not, like, and posing, right. Not in a literal mirror. In kickboxing, those of us that go to the front of the class, we're in the front of the class not only because the instructors trust us that we could keep a beat and lead the rest, uh, but it's because so we could look at our abs like crunching and make sure that we're using our muscles right. You know right, what I mean? Sure, it's like, sure. oh, well, if I don't see the, you know, the, the, you know, the three quarters of my six pack while I'm doing, you know, a standing crunch, well, I'm not doing it right. right. So it, it, it's kind of like, it's, it, it becomes this like whole, you know, vanity addiction, but not in a conceited kind of way. Right. Does that make sense? Well, you worked hard for it, and you earned it, and you, uh, yeah, of course it makes sense. You know, it's, it's sort of, and that's the same with you. You have your little, you know, hot body picture on Twitter and Facebook, you know. You know that you picked that that particular profile photo because it really shows the... It took a long time to find the, a, a picture that would work. <laughs> but, yeah. well, but, you know, it's like, you know, who is that guy? You know, it's like, is he a bodybuilder? You know, you don't really know, but you know that you have, like, really highly defined muscles in your arms, which demonstrates that you're not only just running, but you're doing some of the physical work to improve your cardio, right? Yes. You're working with weights. Yeah, definitely. Strength training is definitely a, a, a big part of running. Well, you know, a lot of pe- another mis- misconception with those people who see working out as drudgery, they don't understand also that it's, you know, multidisciplines. They don't understand that if you are a runner, that there's strength training that actually can you know, enhance your running ability. Oh, definitely. A lot of a lot of core work because of one of the first things that falls apart on a long run is your core. Everything emanates from your core. You, I, I, obviously, you know this from kickboxing. And so core work is very important. Um, leg strength is important. Um, you know, there's a lot of other things about running that are fascinating, too, just the technology part of it. I mean, I have a Garmin. I, when I first started running, I got way too into it, and I had gadgets hanging all over me, you know, I've I've since kind of become much more minimalist, um, so much minimalist that I'm barefoot running and stuff, but that's a whole, whole other Yeah, thing. you mentioned that you and your daughter actually are doing that. I mean, yeah. isn't that, I mean that's minimalist, but isn't it dangerous? Well, the, well, that's interesting. Um, no. <laughs> and let me tell you <laughs> why. Well, yes, yeah, please, though. tell me. Okay, because now you're not going to do this across country, I hope. No. Okay, um, good. I'm glad to hear it. I, I would love to. There's actually a whole huge... Um, um, movement now of barefoot running. I mean, think about it. We've evolved. Um, I mean, Nike's only been around for about 40 years. Before that, um, we were running around in like in, in in like minimalist shoes, but definitely not these big boats that have all this you know um, 
motion control in the shoes. Well, I, well, I think that you're making a statement, Ben. You're making a statement that a lot of the, you know, the running gimmick stuff, you know, isn't isn't exactly necessary. I guess if you, well, you're you know. right. Well, it served. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, no, I was going to say your feet are are made a certain way for a certain reason, right? And everybody's trying to you know change the way that foot works by stuffing them in some expensive shoe. I mean, right, the foot has you know it, it is designed to do that. No, right. no, no, and I well, listen. I mean, when you think of people who are hunting, exactly. I mean, right. you know, you know, you you think of people. They probably didn't have you know very evolved shoes, if any kinds of shoes at all, except for leather around their feet. Right, yeah, right. Now, exactly, it is good to. Well, my my daughter does exclusively barefoot run, and the first thing that happened to her um, was, you know, obviously. She got a little bit, you know, um, sensitive skin. But your your you get calluses and your your feet, you know, adapt to it. Um, but there are pitfalls. I mean, you do have to kind of watch where you're going. But she her feet have actually never been cut or anything like that. When you barefoot run, um, your forefoot hits the ground um, first, and you you don't heel strike. So your feet um, are on the ground for much less time than they are when you're walking around. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. It, right. it seems I don't know if I would advise it for every listener, though. I mean, no, you have to start out very slow. But what I'm doing is they, there's this product called the Vibram Five Fingers, um, and it's a minimalist shoe, but it's like a toe sock, is what it looks like, and it's, right. got, a, it's got a rubber sole, and it's, it, it has all the benefits of barefoot running without any of the negatives. So you don't have to watch where you're walking, you don't have to worry about glass or any of those things, but you get that. I mean, you wouldn't believe. I mean, I've I run a lot of miles, and I've just had these. I've been I barefoot ran on Monday, and then ran in these Vibrams two days, and I have my muscles are sore in places they've never been sore, which just shows you um, you use a whole different set of muscles, you know. But again, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that everybody needs to throw away their their running shoes because I'm a big fan of Asics. That's my you know brand that I that I wear. But um, it's fascinating to see this uh, as well. No, it, well, it is fascinating because you mentioned that to me, and I and I think you know, it's interesting. It might make people think about their bodies differently if we were made to, you know, run distances barefoot. Why, why screw with that? You know what I mean? There must be a reason. You're well, right. Yeah, I was just reading an article about how how man is can run very long distances. That's how we caught our prey. You know that we would be um, chasing an animal, and maybe they could run faster than us. But we have we have endurance. We our endurance level is is much greater than theirs because we don't have all that fur. Our head, um, the way it sits above our body, so we outrun them. We wear we're, them. We're out. born to run, as Bruce Springsteen would say. Yeah, right? born to run. And there's actually a great um, um, a book out right now by who's uh, uh, a gentleman who's also a barefoot runner. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, we're at the end of this segment. We have one more segment left. Okay. See, it goes faster and faster. Oh boy. For the end of the show. Yeah. But um, this is fascinating. Think about during the commercial break what you want to end with, what you want to resonate with people. Okay. And we'll talk about that in the last segment. And stand by, and we'll be right back right after these commercials. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not. But she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back with the Run for Liberty, Paul and Chris. Am I saying that right? Yes, Run, Run for, for Liberty. Liberty, yeah. All right, I just want to make sure. You know, I don't want to be on the air where 50,000 people are downloading this and then you're using it for whatever reasons and, you know, rebroadcasting it. I, I don't want to say anything wrong. So please correct me and if I, if I, you know, if I'm saying something wrong or misnaming something, you know, please feel free. So I want to go back, Paul. Um, you know, I, I'm just like really astounded by you know what a major what a major gig you're taking on here and Chris you know you too obviously because you know you're the one that sort of came up with the concept I guess um, so here's a question um, Paul we were talking about Twitter Chris how are we going to increase your followers 
I mean, you know, because if you're like the, uh, you know, the brain behind this, we have to have you talking about this too. So, I mean, I guess my question is because a lot of my listeners are tweeters, is like, you know, why don't you go into all of Paul's followers and ask them to follow you, you know, follow oh, yeah. them, and then in essence, the reciprocation would be that they would follow you. Well, you've only oh. been on for like a week. Oh yeah, no, I was, I rarely used any of the social sites. Um, it's you know what you were talking about earlier, the uh, workaholic and not being able to spend any time with yourself. I, I'm still trying to. I'm still fighting with that. Right. I haven't found by uh, something. I haven't found something since I was uh, in high school and I surfed. You know, every second I could. Um, but I'm starting to during this trip. I'm going to uh, bring my bike, and that's what I'm starting to get back into. Is actually riding. So while he's running, I'm, if I'm not shooting, I'm going to be pulling circles and stuff, or, you know, around him, going down the road. So you're getting interested in, in cycling. Absolutely, so you're kind of using that to build. Oh, absolutely. Know, a network of people that. Mm-hmm. Cycle. Well, that's good, but you still should follow. You should still find the time to follow Paul's oh, wonderful I, Twitter Unity. I, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm. I'm. I've now. I've delved in, and it's going to start taking more of my time. All right. Well, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, you know. No, no. I mean, more focus. What you do is like you go into my followers Mm -hmm. and you just click on them and follow them. Right. And then when you follow somebody, then they follow you. That's kind of what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, It really, Chris. It's it it it, it's seamless because you could really multitask with it. Right. It's it's almost like mobile social. Oh my God. I hear you. And it's um you know it it you have a thought and instead of just thinking it you just sort of like put it into 140 characters. Have, have you run right into here, a yeah. door yet while you were tweeting? <laughs> have I run into a door? I, I've hey, run hey, into many things. Oh, what, walking on your you know, walked into a door or anything <laughs> while you're tweeting? No, it's funny because um I mean all my runner friends and you know we tweet while we're running or tweet while we're and I I swore in the LA marathon I go I'm not tweeting during this marathon and I didn't but a lot of other people. I'm sorry. That could be dangerous too. I, I don't think that you should tweet and do something, you know, that requires a lot of physical focus. But it's hard, though, right? I mean, it's it's hard not to tweet, and it also makes. I mean, you have a you have a long form blog. Do you find yourself it's 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 difficult to think up enough stuff for your long form blog? Because well, it all... is. I mean, you know, and that's why sometimes our long form blogs are just you know up. And boring because we you can't think of everything in long form. Right. Now that's see, unlike Twitter, you know, long form really does take a moment for you to sit down and exactly. make sure that it makes sense. Um, Why is that? I was thinking about that the other day. I think it's because it's almost it's more permanent. It's up and where people can come back and look at it. Where Twittering is more a stream of consciousness, where it's like a conversation. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's just so it's it's just so much easier. I mean, it makes long form blogging like boring. I mean, right. you know, listen, if you want to set your 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 lifestyle goals to have a healthy lifestyle and an exercise lifestyle and all of that kind of stuff. What I'm saying, I guess what I was trying to say to Chris was Twitter does not interfere with that. Long form blogging does. Right. Yeah. No, Twitter's gonna work because I generally uh I like to speak in sound bites anyways. Well and you're used to you know, you're used to a sound bite kind of business. Unfortunately right. right. You Very rarely get so. any real information. It's just, you know and that, well, a lot of live know. shots for yeah, I do a lot of uh, live remote interviews for uh, the cable news networks, and so I mean that's talk about all. Sound bites. <laughs> talk about yeah, bad sound bites. I mean, no, I understand that. Well, Paul and I did you know some work together. In fact, Paul, do you remember 
when I actually, because, I, I mean, this is back at a day that we were, you know, working with Poor Man, and when we went on the Mystique Magazine project to Belize, I guess, yes. you know, and Poor Man didn't actually go, I had to actually put, like, a, a really horrible wig with dreads on and make believe that I was him. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember that? Did yeah, you really? I was just telling Chris about that. <laughs> yeah, Chris was here when Poor Man was around, so he knows. I oh, okay. got a little bit for a couple episodes. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that was kind of weird because the whole thing, I mean, I, I think at the time that poor man utilized some of that footage from Belize, that was kind of the oh, point, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and because he wasn't there, I actually did that. But the other good poor man thing was, and this is where Paul and I have worked together and played together, was when we... With the governor's ball, remember that? I, I'm bringing that up because it's relevant to just doing something and making it get a lot of crazy attention. Right. Remember when anybody could have run for governor? It was like a ball oh, contest or, you know, right. who, you know, any Californian idiot can run for governor. Oh, yeah. yeah and they did. And they did, and poor man was one of them. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, so, you know, what I did on behalf of PME was I put together the governor's ball. And we invited, like, all of these crazy lunatics, okay, to, you know, to come to this party of governors. It was wild. Yeah, I like the body painting. There was oh, body was painting like involved. <laughs> hundred or so that ended up on the ballot. Oh, no, it was, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, it was just, um, it, it was crazy. And it ended up a big article in the Los Angeles Times, remember, with all of the governors? Oh, calls? yeah. It yeah. almost sounds like a Fellini movie. <laughs> it, you know what? It was very Fellini-esque yeah, <laughs> in many, many, many ways, but... You know, let's talk about having a great creative idea, you know, and, um, you know, it wasn't my idea that anybody could run for governor. I think it was sort of a political... Nobody know. could have thought that one up. Yeah, but you brought him into, <laughs> into one room. <laughs> I brought him into one room. I was able to capitalize on it by, you know, market share, yeah, right? And, brilliant. You know, capturing that. But, you know, that just kind of shows, like, when you have an idea, like running for liberty, all right, Sometimes if it's right, it always falls together. And you guys have sort of a camera and a dream, right? Right. Mm -hmm. A camera and a dream, audio, you know, AV capabilities that other people don't have. Right. And, um, you know, there's really no reason in the world why this shouldn't be broadcast out there. I mean, it should be broadcast out there. One idea that I have for you guys, it takes a little bit of box. Um, and I, I think that you're probably both familiar with it, but there's a vehicle called PR Newswire. Do you yes. know of that? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, I'll, I'll share a little secret. There's um, another company that's affiliated with PR Newswire, and it's sort of like a wholesale PR Newswire, and it's called e-releases. Have you heard of them? No, e-releases. We're writing Okay, them. So you go to www.ereleases.com, and whereas on PR Newswire, it costs about, you know, at least 650 bucks for a 600-word release. E-releases for a 600-word release is um, either it's 500 or 600 words, I would have to check, is only 399 Oh, wow. Okay. So what you do is, and, you know, I could certainly, you know, help you craft the release, is, you know, you just kind of put it through e-releases.com, you give them a charge card, you know, and it gets picked up. And like all of these national media outlets, it's sort of like a publicity trick, okay? And there's no reason why, I mean, if the news isn't relevant at all, it's not going to get picked up. 
right. but I think that this would get picked up by a Forbes.com and you know a Yahoo Finance, and the sooner you you distribute it, the, it might work as a tool to attract a little bit more in the sponsor arena. So that's my publicity yeah. idea for the day. And guess what? We only have one minute left. Are you serious? I, I'm serious. <laughs> um, so go so ahead and hour? plug everything you have to plug. Um, uh, runforliberty.com. Runforliberty.com. Check yeah, it out. Listen, guys, this show is going to be on for two weeks, posted on www.voiceamerica.com, also on my website, www.brpublicrelations.com. Because and we'll be <laughs> Yeah, so you get two-week run because the third Thursday of each month I have to go to other meetings. So, um, you know, everybody should check it out. And I really wish you both lots of luck. Paul, thank you so much for, you know, reaching out to me, and I'm really glad that you were both able to join the show. Oh, God, thanks for having us. Yes, thank you very much. All right, well, you know, live on and keep me posted, okay? Definitely. We'll keep All you right. posted, and anybody else can stay posted by checking out uh, anything we put up on YouTube as we, uh, as Paul trains. All right, well, thank you again. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Our Bye. pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American idol. I got synthetic Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 